0: Coming up on Small Town Charm, we got a guest. Who is this guy? If you're listening to the audio podcast, you're at a disadvantage, because you have no idea who this guy might be, but you're gonna find out shortly. If you're watching this, you probably know who this guy is, but he's our first guest ever, so tune in. We're gonna talk about where money comes from in the government, like a 101 crash course, and why we just can't build roads, not density, and why that doesn't even make any sense anyway. All that's coming up on Small Town Charm. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Small Town Charm. It's uh, a special episode because we got somebody else here. We, where I, did uh, you come from? I
1: just <laughs> realized we should have like do the WWE entrance where we play oh, music. But, uh, oh, yeah. Can we need stunk a, get entrance? your smoke machine, Daniel. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was going you
0: know, to zip line in like Shawn Michaels. Or just yeah. Learn yeah. his
1: face like when I do these interviews. <laughs> yeah,
0: I wish there was a close-up that didn't involve... like, like I don't have a close-up camera so the, we we're giving it away, you know, first shot. I should have leaned into like Mike's camera or something. We got former mayor, (laughs) former former mayor (laughs) Derek Adams here. Um, And by the way, my name is Daniel. We got Mike. We got Chris here as well. So we're happy that all of us are here. Um, We've got my cat in the background screaming, letting us know that she's here. Um, But we're all happy that Derek's here. We're gonna talk. We, We he he didn't
2: he he showed up. This was not the plan.
0: No, he showed up, and then we're like, you're gonna. Here's what we're gonna talk about. Yeah. So you're you're gonna have to just talk about what okay what we say, yeah. um, but we thought we heard some feedback that our, our episodes kind of take for granted maybe some basic information about how local governments work, and so we thought maybe it'd be a good chance for us to discuss how does local government work, and the first thing the thing we talk about the most is um well we talk most probably the most about density and and zoning and all that stuff. And I don't think that's, that's kind of like burying the lead. Cause like that stuff doesn't right. like on the surface really matter as much as what is underlying that, which is money and taxes and paying for the things that we all care about the most. At the end of the day, I don't really care if there's a Kroger across the street from me or not. It's pretty darn awesome that there is, but like if that didn't happen and we could get like a bunch of other things that we need around here, um, I'd be fine with that. I'd be okay with that. But there are uh, a lot of other things that we need in this town that I think the, the best path to get those things is by having a Kroger across the street from my house. Just so happens. So conflict of interest, Daniel. Yeah, I know, right?
1: <laughs> at least at least you're, I admit you're benefiting it. Benefiting with convenience. Yep. Yeah. I'm
0: not voting on anything. But so we thought we have an episode that just talks about where does money come from and in and, and, and the government and uh, if we wanted to build roads and not density, what would that take? Um, why? Why does density matter? Why does zoning matter? All this other stuff. Um, so, so here we are, and look, we got we got board of commissioner member commissioner Derek Adams commissioner. Yep, here with us, fresh off a day at Top Golf.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I saw these guys were recording a uh, an episode, and I tried to call in like a uh, standard radio show. Um, none of them answered, nope. but it was. I was really looking forward to a first-time caller, a long-time listener. I'll hang up and listen. No <laughs> one answered their phone, however, and then they said, "Come over." So here we are. You so might that's see. How that happened.
0: You might see in the previous episode. There's a moment when, like, each of also, us were like, was like well, looking at like, home <laughs> yes. while someone else is talking, <laughs> yeah. and then I, I like show Mike like, the texted. I was like Derek. I was like, you know, we're recording a podcast. What do you want? And he texted me back, and I like showed Mike, you know, while while Chris was talking. So, um. We're glad you're here though, Derek. Um, we promise not to ask you, well, no, I don't promise not to ask you hard questions. I was ask, gonna promise. Ask me anything,
2: yeah. AMA. Um,
0: but let's, so, where to start on this? So, I think, I think most people understand the basics, the basic idea of I pay taxes and that money goes into a big pool and then the government decides how to spend my taxes right that that makes mm-hmm. sense right um i think i think the 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 place to start maybe is uh let's use the example of like sunset road uh eight years ago six years ago somewhere in there there were some parts that maybe needed to be improved about sunset road the cost of that let's just say for example let's say this even if this wasn't true let's just say that this was the situation uh, all of us pay our taxes, so there's a big pool of money, but then this thing comes up and says, hey, we need to, we need to pay to, for, to fix this road or improve this road, whatever it is, whether you agree with that being the decision or not. It needs to happen, but we don't as a town actually have whatever dollar amount it's going to cost to do the thing we want to do. So in that situation, like, what are a town's options? If you don't have the money right now to do a thing that you need to do, what are your options?
2: Well, I mean, obviously, a bond. Like you gotta, you gotta pay down a bond over a long period of time. So explain, but explain what a bond
0: is. I don't think people who listen to this may not it, everybody. Bonds, but bonds you're, borrowing you're borrowing money. Yeah, it's a loan. You're, you're bar, Yeah, from like this. I mean, bonds work in different ways. You can like like government bonds, right? Like you're borrowing right. from the government. Or you can do like governments issue bonds where citizens can buy yeah. them yeah
3: so I, and guarantee the value of that bond the the difference so a bond is a loan it's still provided by a bank but the difference is the bank is not going to hold the note in in totality which so like sell it off. the bank is going to sell off a portion on the public market right so like I mean Nolan'sville could go issue a bond or could go to a bank and like get a bond for a million dollars just to keep the numbers simple. The bank may sell like 50% of that on the public market, which just means like investors across the country are going to like put up the money to basically back it so the bank can like move it off of their balance sheet. And the interest rates on bonds are typically relatively
0: low for two reasons. Number one, it's a cheap way for the government to get the money. But number two, it's because it's easier for the government who's getting that loan for example, at the end of the day, citizens are paying for that. Some people, are, citizens are paying for that. It's a reliable way to know you're going to get a return. Like right, the right. Rate, a lot interest rates, it's more reliable a reliable.
1: It's a very way
3: a low risk, super safe as an investor. Yeah, it's very okay.
0: low risk. Okay, so that's that's one way is bonds. Yep. What what
2: other ways could can you make can you get the money to do that? Uh, tax increases. Okay. <laughs> if <laughs> if you need more money, a government's going to increase your taxes. And you know, we we also uh, we hired Victor Lay. I like to call him V Slay because uh, my man is—he's the goat, uh, town manager, town, yeah, in in, especially in Williamson County. But he pitched, and he told us the whole board this uh, during his interview. He pitched um, a pretty significant tax increase for Spring Hill to pay for their exit off of 65 and all the infrastructure to get the major road over into Spring Hill. And uh, he said he got very, very little pushback, if any. That they they had a whole PR uh, effort to to pitch that, and no one pushed back against it. And they the a very significant tax increase. Again, it's a sunsetting tax increase, but it might sunset in forty years. It's but it you know it's going to pay for what that road costs. And so we hired the guy that can do that. Uh, I'm not on the side of raising taxes. Um, it would take Victor. Justifying it as our only option, okay, uh, for me to get behind it because I do believe he's he knows what he he obviously knows what he's doing. So so,
0: so is that it? That I mean that,
2: I mean, I mean I, it's uh, like, uh, like waiting yeah. you can so wait I, right. So yeah,
3: we're t- there's like there's debt right, and then there's like um right. like like taxation. So like just like public revenue, and then I think the third one is um like like economic growth. So like right economic growth still provide it provides in taxation in that like if your economy grows there's more tax there's a larger tax base more commercial businesses more residents all those kind of things but like um i don't that's probably the slowest
2: it's right? the slowest but i think it's got the most potential yes yeah. we have so much loss here from a spending perspective mm. like the easiest time to turn left on especially onto nolensville road is about seven o'clock on a friday night because right. we're a ghost town right because once everybody gets home from work or on black friday which is the, that's, that's right. the best example right. like the easiest right. time to turn left in nolensville is any
1: anytime on black friday where everybody is out shopping right. somewhere right. else uh but there's i mean so you have tiffs you have like you have the public private partnership which there is a there is a there, there is a uh very uh formal way of doing TIFs, where it's a government coming in and partnering with developers to do a world project right but there's also an informal way of doing that to where like i think that like all four of us would agree would be allowing certain rights or granting certain rights to entice a a private investment in the area. And then they have to follow your, not only your zoning, but they also have to follow your, uh, your MTP plans of where the roads should go, what type of roads, what type of infrastructure upgrades. And then on top of that, you're charging impact fees that will go towards the, the infrastructure updates that the growth would have Mm -hmm. like that their growth would have an impact on. Right. And then we do have, so we have, uh, road impact fees. That knowns was small enough to it doesn't matter where the development happens. You can pretty much spend those impact fees anywhere in town. It's only ten square miles. Any development going anywhere is going to have some sort of an impact on any road in town, like a, a, like a, obviously aside from like a you know a cul-de-sac in Summerland, right? Uh, and then you have your adequate facilities tax fund, which is for the same purpose as roads, except it's for things like public works department fire department and now we i mean i just realized we we'd have a third one where it's the fire impact fee to where if you're bringing in growth this formula calculates how much impact you're going to have on our on our newly established fire department and then you have to pay a fee to combat that impact, right? So like the need, the, the need that you will add, you have to pontify that and pay into the pot to grow the department, to be able to service you properly. So there's, there's obviously there's a ton of ways you can fund government. So, so of those things
0: you just listed though, Mike, um, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, like anybody can correct me if I'm wrong and I'm sure you all will. Those are all like one time kind of fees, right?
1: Outside true? from what Chris mentioned, where it's like growing your economic base, yeah. right, right, that's the the sustainable option, basically, right, right. So,
0: but like like adequate facilities tax or or road impact fees, all those things. When a developer like gets a development approved, and they and they, it's like a per house basis, right, or whatever it is. So, like you said, build yeah. oh, this house. There's a certain fee that that for this house being built. I gotta pay whatever it is, a thousand bucks, whatever that number yeah. is. And that goes into that fund. That's that's that fee. And there might be two or three of those, but like that's the idea. Is it's a one time when this house gets built, it pays this one time. Um, so there's that. But that's like again, uh, other than like recurring tax revenue from the people who live there, whether that's through what they you know, pay in property taxes or uh, sales tax, the portion of the city gets through like, you know, Commercial, which again you mentioned, like the easiest, the the best times for traffic in Nolensville, or basically any time that anyone else would be out shopping or going to a restaurant, Mm -hmm. that's when it's easy to get around here because no one's doing any of that here for the most part. Um, So, so we've got recurring stuff, and we got one. We have one-time stuff, and this is kind of where I wish there was like a visual aid coming from the guy who could like probably like make a visual aid for the show, (laughs) but I'm not. I don't have that energy, Um, but. My perception, and, and maybe Derek, you can kind of like fill in some gaps, or even tell me if this is not true, is that is that for the most part, like those one-time fees, when like a neighborhood gets built, or I mean, it could be anything. It could be an apartment complex. God forbid, it could be anything. But uh, <laughs> but when those one-time fees are collected, that kind of covers the impact that they have on on our on our infrastructure. For a set period of time, but a lot of the, the the liabilities, the things that the town has to keep up with, are recurring liabilities that don't really go away over time. In the same way, the money goes away right. over time.
2: Right, like if you look at uh, Southern Land and Goodall off a of kid road, um, those two developments are pretty large over. It's over a thousand, definitely over a thousand units, like 1,100, 1,200 total units. That's a major uh, contribution to our impact fees. Um, will that pay for Kid Road to become three lanes or four lanes? No. Mm-hmm. So, to put it in perspective, like that entire road would have to develop into neighborhoods to be able to pay for all of Kid Road to become four lanes. Mm-hmm. That's how ex- expensive it is. So, it's a drop in the bucket. I mean, Nolansville's, we're, you know, uh, approaching our 30 year mark and we've done two major road projects. We've realigned the uh, intersection now at, at Clovercroft and Rocky Fork and Sunset, which isn't quite done yet, we're on phase three. So two major road projects in 25, you know, we're on our way to 30 years. Um, that Governments can't really afford to do all of these giant major road road projects. Uh, With the current style of development of sprawling neighborhoods and strip malls, that's just you just don't generate enough revenue to do that. Mm -hmm. Let's
0: let's say that that happened. Let's say that let's say that like Kid Road, it all did develop into what you just mentioned, the hypothetical of it would have to develop into neighborhoods and everything to pay for that expansion. I'm not like, uh, this is going to, uh, I hate this. This is almost like an infomercial. Like I'm feeding you questions that are easy to answer that make a point that we probably <laughs> all agree with. But like sometimes the truth just happens to go that direction. But uh, let's say that they, that all did pay for that expansion. Sure. You have that expansion that's in place and you go, you, go, you have a beautiful four lane kid road and everyone can get where they're going. Would you, and this is all, this is all spitballing. We're not going to hold you to this, even though it's on the record um and and we had you swear blood oath earlier but like if if it did pay for that would there be let's just say like the 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 all these people that move to those those houses that now live in those developments with the current setup of how Nolansville exists commercially everything would their property taxes, combine with their like sales tax contribution, assuming that people aren't just—it's not like this—is like an old like church thing, like in the south, like we like people don't really like start going to church. It's just they just go to a different church. Yeah. There's not like there's not like new people going to church. It's just diff- they just go to a different one. Right. right. Assuming that no one from no one's will just moving to a different neighborhood, where they're not you're not really expanding your population right. base. Would their their tax contribution contribute enough to the government's? Bottom line to pay for the maintenance of that road. That's more the question. That, that's more what we're running to now
2: in town. Yeah. So that's a tough one because roads are a forever commitment. Uh-huh. It's, there is no end in sight. It's, you know, while we talk about if we're going to annex the rest of kid road or the, or all of Williams road or Clovercroft road, those are forever commitments mm-hmm. uh, to, to maintain them. And so n- no, I mean yep. it, it, that that's that's just the hardest math to do. It's, right? Yeah. Cuz
0: it could it could, right?
2: Some kind of you, who knows. you can right? kind
1: of you can so you can kind of you can kind of bring it you can give an example. I so saw I have an example like uh so fire impact fee is designed to charge new growth for the impact that they will put on our fire department. Cool. Like that sounds awesome in theory, right? So let's say I'm building a 200 home subdivision, the town figures out, all right, well, your 200 home subdivision is going to produce uh, 800 residents. Those residents have to pay a fee of, to total a million dollars of the impact that they will create, that we will have to upgrade our department in order to be able to service you and everybody else at the same level of service if, before you got here. So. We pay a million dollars the town then turns around and says all right in order to to, uh service the the subdivision we have to buy a pumper truck it's gonna cost us a million dollars so i build a subdivision 800 residents million dollars we have a pumper truck everybody's happy 10 years down the line that truck breaks and we like we have to maintain that level of service that truck is now is broken that money has been spent well now we have to come up with money to buy another one because we have to maintain that level of service. So it's like, obviously it's like that growth Ponzi scheme. Eventually what happens though, is that like you, you do, you do your tax increases, you do your tax hikes and it's like, it's a perpetual, like everybody just keeps paying more and your house is worth more. So obviously you're going to be paying more in taxes, inflation over, over the years, it makes it manageable. What my biggest worry with Nolansville is that it, It went from nothing to blown out within 15 years Mm -hmm. and all like all those things that we've acquired in the last 15 years we're going to have to change and upgrade within a 15-year cycle and eventually you are going to run out of space and growth and all that Mm -hmm. and like all the all all the replacement costs that we were putting on ourselves are going to be instead of instead of them being spread out over 50 years they're going to be contracted to 15 years, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all it's, it's going to be it, it, it's, gonna burn, it, it's
3: gonna burden the system,
1: right? So it, it's like, you it's going to overwhelm the system where you can't like a tax increase won't be able to like, be the bandaid. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, we'll do a tax increase here. And we'll pay for these things. And then 10 years from now, we'll do another one. And then we'll pay for these things. And it's then you end up like California, you know, 200 or 150 years on the line, you end up being California, New York or Chicago, where it's like, people realize, okay, well, Tax increases have gotten too much. I'm getting out. It's like the life cycle of, of, of the tax. Yeah, here it's just going to happen really quickly where it's like, well, tax increase now, then two years later, we need another one and another one and another one. And it's it's going to go from not a big deal to end in a very I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I don't
3: think people there's a few things there. Like, I don't think people realize how reactionary our tax increases that have happened so far have been so like we've only raised taxes as a reactionary move to something that was decided 10 years ago and it's like oh like we have to now play catch up yeah like we have to do this now because there's no other way to get this revenue in the door today or within like 24 months um and so like as much as I hate tax increases, and I like don't even think that that's something the town should have to talk about. Like, they're gonna have to talk about it within the next twelve months. To be honest with you, because if they don't make a significant tax increase, none of the growth we're talking about, the village, all this kind of stuff, is gonna be built quickly enough to deal with the problems financially that are gonna that the town's gonna face but, in the next like five years. But there there is a way to
1: deal with that, right? So like. It's, it's obviously I can't give you a guarantee that this is the correct answer, but it, the best shot is to create something where you're not only encapsulating all the all the revenue that we spend outside of town. So like if we if we go like a, let's say like between the the four of us we have a thousand dollars a month that we spend on going out to eat. If we do yeah. everything in our power to encapsulate that $1,000 to stay here at all times instead of going to Franklin or, or Brentwood or
3: anything. 100% like, 100%, Mike. but we're not going to, like, I the point I was making is, like, they're not going, like, let's say that, like, we approve the zoning tomorrow. We're not going to start, like, taking in dollars from a village for at least five years. Yeah. That, that's, like, that's it's a, that's if it's going to yeah. take us two years to build out Kroger and that's already approved, like it just the way the revenue cycles work and how long it's going to take all that to get built. Like it, we're just not going to get there, well, but that's, that's so like, like we have money. Okay. Like one's will has money in the bank. And I think this is the confusing thing for people. 30 it's like, million, no. yeah. Like if you look at our financial statements, people are like, well, we have so much money in the bank. Yeah. Well, a lot of that money's like money we accumulated over the last 20 years and we just never did anything with it. Right. Like we, we, we started sunset road, we got it through a few phases. We
0: reported 10 months instead of 12 months of, uh, uh, yeah, that, yeah, know, exactly. You know,
3: like there's, like there's a, there's a lot there, but <laughs> like the fact of the matter is like, um, and, and Derek, you kind of alluded to this, like with,
2: I'm about to the, chime in. Don't the,
3: I know, I know, but the, the, the thought process of like, okay, like can these places pay for themselves? The answer is no. Like the way that the town is currently set up, it's like everything that we choose to build is insolvent the day it's built like yeah. it just it it just is that's just yeah. the way it is because like the way if you everyone can look at franklin and see how franklin is built but franklin's also like extremely well planned to where like you don't have a neighborhood coming online without some commercial district too like there's like a lot of things that get approved at the same time and then like franklin times out when roads get built to go in line with those things and like they they also had a lot more land to work with. They also zoned themselves properly so that things could develop in a certain way. Like there's just a process that they went through. And I and I honestly think like we're going through that process as a town. Right. Um but like we're doing it within our own like square mileage, right? Yeah. But like Franklin at some point did do the wrong thing. Yeah, like, they let sprawl happen, and I think they realized at some point, like... Cool Springs is the oh, answer sprawl. Yeah, man. like, they were like, oh, like, we can't do this again. Like, we can't just keep allowing this to happen because it, it's going to bankrupt us.
1: I mean, once the county went in and they... I mean, they expended, They pushed for the expansion of sixty-five. They mm-hmm. put a bunch of exits in on sixty-five. Right. They knew that like this is not going to work. We need this right. commercial base. We need the, the mall, not only the mall, but we need the employers. We need all all the, all the revenue we can get in this one congested area. Yep. And they put in like I mean, how many exits did they put in? They it was like McEwen is pretty. Yeah, new, it's like you know, it's at cool least touring. like five. Now. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, there's they been just more littered that whole area, and then yeah. that whole area is. So Cool Springs, the entirety of Cool Springs is designed and it's dialed in to be able to subsidize every subdivision that's built on the outskirts of downtown Mm Franklin. Right. They
0: didn't build those roads for a bunch of houses though. They built they built those exits for commercial. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You right, exactly. So. Derek,
0: I, I want you to chime in, but let's take a break before you do because okay. I don't want to limit you. Okay. And I think I think you've probably got some good stuff to say. I have a lot of things. I, exactly. so I, I got my have, phone out to it's like take it's start this. I see our we have like a minute and a half on our timer. So I'm just gonna go ahead and stop now and okay. then we'll just we'll just let you go. Okay. Get back. All <laughs> right. All right, we're back. And Derek said he's gonna blow our mind with so many things. He's got so All much the things, to say.
2: Yeah. We have we got so you got, you got 26 minutes. Okay, all right. I you got can you. just, uh, we'll just let you go. Well, first I just want to say, Fuck, cause I needed to get my bleep in. So it's like. writing it down now. Right.
0: Yeah. We got the timestamp.
2: I had to get my bleep. in. <laughs> well, well, Chris in. has got, got the monopoly. On, yeah. You can't be on the pod and not get your bleep in.
0: Chris has the monopoly on, uh, on the swearing so far. This, this, both episodes we've recorded today. <laughs> okay.
3: So we're good. All right. The pool is warm. Jump in, guys! I'm excited
2: to see what uh, little icon you put over my mouth. I know. Well, I can't
0: uh, can't make any. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. All
2: right. right. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, we we've talked a lot about taxes and sources of revenue. Um, There was some conversation in our last meeting uh, about kind of the inevitability of a tax increase. That now that we're transitioning into a full time fire department and we want to get the police department their own building and we want to you know ramp up the what public works has to work with um, that there's this inevitable looming tax increase, but we're at 29 cents right now. Brentwood's at 29 cents. Franklin's at 33 cents. Now there are other municipalities in our county that are much higher, but in my opinion, that is an admission that you didn't grow the right way. And Brentwood and Franklin, I mean beautiful Brentwood and Franklin, they grew the right way. And I don't even know if they knew they were growing the right way, but they also had the advantage of being off an interstate. We do not get that revenue. That That's not a revenue source that we can have. So if we all admit that we're growing and we all admit that we need revenue, don't you want to grow the best way possible that all of the experts are saying, here's how you should grow? Mm-hmm. So we hire TPUDC to tell us, here's how you should grow. This is the style of growth that is fiscally solvent, they, do, you, do you realize they gave us a bunch of zones that have that the industrial zone has residential in it, C, uh, CD4, C, CD4, residential in it. They gave us a bunch of zones that have residential and commercial aspects because mixed use is the way that you grow the right it, it, you grow in a solvent manner. Yep. And the Hamlet zone it has cd4 in it because that brings a commercial aspect to a residential area so it itself can be solvent
3: i feel like they took they took where nolensville is today like i mean let let's just be honest like tpudc designs mixed use everywhere they go like they just be- right. they believe mixed use is the way to go but i feel like they also looked at nolensville and they were like here's what's left to develop Right. Here's how you've developed so far and heard a lot of like the financial struggles or financial, like, th- like theories and philosophies that exist right now. And they were like, look, like for you guys to like overcome what is going to like, what is on the table, what's in your future, here's how you need to develop.
2: Right. And so why are we fighting that when, when they come to us with a CD four and a CD5 that are these beautifully designed mixed-use zones, as the experts. And they say, we don't usually give density numbers, but we know you all like density numbers. So CD4 is going to be about 12. CD5 is going to be about 24. Mm -hmm. And our board thinks that's a number that we have the ability to manipulate. No, no, no. They designed the zone to work for about that density. There's a big difference in. That was my here, here's Yeah, a, yeah. There's a control that you can move up and down and slide it and it still works. It doesn't work. If you drop it too low, CD5 is not buildable. If you drop mm-hmm. that 12 on CD4, it's not buildable. That you know, was
1: my point. So, like, yeah. it's going to be the episode before this one. Obviously, we, we were recording a few episodes tonight, but I made that same exact point. What for me is an hour ago for our listeners is going to be couple yeah, days ago. Yeah. It was like, yeah, th- th- those density numbers, they're not a, a right that we're granting. They're a, they're a visual or they're like a numeric example of what we can expect.
2: Right. And and CD5, my favorite. So, obviously, Land Innovations is looking to develop in Nolensville uh, a village parcel. So,
1: Land Innovations, so just, just to like paint that picture, Land Innovations is uh, Stevens Valley. They did Stevens Valley, which Correct. is phenomenal. Uh, the people that... So, Rochford is... Where's that? It's... Uh, it's like over... Between what, Fairview, Fairview and Brentwood. View, yeah. So okay, like, okay. So, I, the, the funny thing about Stevens Valley is that Stevens Valley is part of two counties. So, it's on a, it's on a county line. It's between Brentwood and Fairview. All the residential... as the, the entire residential aspect of Stevens Valley is in Williamson County. And it's all single-family homes. It's all single-family homes. And then... The entire area that has commercial and multi-family is on a Davidson side right. of the development <laughs> and it's, a, it's a road that's dividing the development part of it is multi, uh, mixed use multi-family that's on davidson because obviously they're going to get all the revenue yeah and then all the traditional and it's not traditional single family it's very it's 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 small with uh or it's narrow with lot lines L.E. Loaded product. It, it looks it's West like, Haven.
2: Yeah, it's West It looks West and Haven. feels like West Haven. But
3: but the the developer obviously looked at the parcel and it split the county line. 100%. Yeah, because and, it said, county and, and said, like, I don't have to do anything on the zoning on Williamson. I can just build single family. Right. I don't have to get anything approved on metro because they wanted a, i can just want, do commercials yeah and and so it's just like i can build one community with everything it looks like i planned this out yeah, it looks
1: okay so it's i'm gonna pl- i'm gonna plug here if you go if you go on my business uh instagram uh Lucia group <laughs> i i made a bunch of reels like driving through like we we went through the event in Stevens valley when they first opened it up hmm. and it, it looks like the 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 thing that reminded me most of it like you know how like full house from the 90s when mm-hmm. it started and you have those san francisco like yeah three-story everywhere yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean it looks like that it, they're they they're narrow houses they're long they're pretty like they're most of them are three
3: stories of how burkitt places that when you yeah but
1: it, it, the, the feel that you're driving through it it, it it just feels so much different than driving through like Summerlin, mm-hmm. where Summerlin it's like sure every time we record Today I had to like I passed your house and I'm like I'm gonna I have to text them which address is it It yeah. is and then I'm like oh no like because last time we we recorded I asked you which address so every just,
0: time was, someone like, comes here I wonder how in the world they find our house I actually <laughs> wonder that they don't it's know it's where I house. I, like I of like house. Mike's car was out front Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: so car, yeah so <laughs> it's but but like that like that's the difference It's like if if you zone it the right way like if you build it the right way it has that certain feel where it's just like you you. You, you drive in and it just feels different where it's if you, if you go for the bare minimum, you drive in and you're like, all right, all right. So I know he lives on this street. There's 30 of these units, which color was his brick? Right. Cause it has to be brick. Right. Right. So it's,
2: to finish the land innovations point, they're trying to build in Owensville, a core village parcel north of Darcy. And North of Darcy, which is Kroger. Right. So the the Kroger Kroger development across from Sutherland.
1: So put, put a visual. Put a visual map on that. So Kroger is going for, like it's going basically on the corner of Williams and Nolensville Road, and extends all the way down to Summerlin Drive, mm-hmm. and then Len Innovations
2: going north, north of from that. there. Right. So if
1: you if you coming down if you coming out of the high school down Summerlin Drive, what is a dead end? is going to keep going on the right side of or
2: on the left maybe, side. Maybe, maybe like uh,
3: the, is, does it include the Smuckers?
2: Uh, it could. Uh, it This one doesn't. That okay. That's the next development that okay. would finish it up to go yeah. all the way up to old Clovercroft. But yeah. yes, so the road that goes down to Williams through Darcy with the Roundabout and the Kroger and the kind of transitional village going north from there, there's a Land Innovations is trying to develop it. Uh, at CD5, the original CD5 as uh, delivered by TPEDC, they could only get about 20, maybe 21 units an acre. So... Think
1: and
2: their allowance that. would have been 24. Their allowance, as at 24, if we even uh, if we if we adopt that as the number, mm-hmm. uh, they because of the topography and you know the hillside and what they wanted to achieve for Nolansville, just
3: the way it works,
2: they could only get to 20 or 21. Because you have to cut in roads, you and, have to put yeah. sewer in, and our board knows that. And our board chose 18. So, so the, the plan that all of the BOC has seen that. We are not obviously showing to mm-hmm. the public because Lane Innovations doesn't want us to show it to the public. They only needed 20 or 21 to make this absolutely just just home run of a plan for, for the town. It had some single family homes in the, in this development. Like downtown and basically the new a, downtown of like a downtown, like live in downtown. I would be trying to buy one of those houses. Sounds awesome. Like that it, it, it they would be absolutely beautiful. And in walking distance of a of a you know, town square type and school, development and, and school, school yeah. and Kroger and restaurants and all the that things. That sounds awesome. It would yeah. be incredible. And our board, knowing they needed 20, said, nope, 18. We're going to 18. We're going to make it harder on you because but you, we don't want you, any you more people. We don't, well, I had to. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Like, if yeah. I don't vote for 18, it's going to go probably lower. Right. So, right. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. But the, that density number of 24 down to 18, I still think Land Innovations can, like, capitalize on a just baller village sure. plan there. So I heard...
0: I can't remember who said it. Mike, you could probably tell me who said it. Someone on our BOC, wasn't you, has this idea that, because we're, we're talking about where money comes from.
1: Oh, Kate Courtner
0: Said that, <laughs> K- that Kroger, <laughs> Kroger could pay for itself yeah. or pay for all these road projects. Kate Courtner,
1: yeah. By itself. So, but, but, so. What's the quote, though? Yeah. What, like, yeah, what is she- was like, so we're, like there was a, like Joel started talking about the inevitable tax increase. And then Kate said that, like, well, we don't know that we have to increase taxes. We, we can build all these roads in the future because we have a Kroger and the Publix coming in. And I'm sitting in this meeting and I'm like, I know what the numbers are. And the numbers are half a million dollars a year and revenue to the town, not to the county, not to the state. Just the town portion of Kroger development or, or the Kroger store is going to bring $500,000 a year to Nonesville. It's a significant amount of money. Our MTP, like so, the the entire plan of all the roads by experts that design these roads, and they determine the size of the road, the layout of the road, and like how they should be planned out, and when they should be planned out. The entirety of that plan is gonna cost us like two hundred thirty-five million.
2: Wow. Victor shortchanged us there. It's about three hundred million.
1: Right, right, that's not including Nolensville Road because we're <laughs> like we're already hindering or like we're already. uh we're already saying like Nonesville road is going to get taken care of by the state.
2: Right. So, and the, the one-way pair,
1: the one-way pair, yeah. right. So the, 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 one that we need the most, we're just, we're just gonna, we're just gonna let the state take care of that. Everything else is gonna cost us. Let, let's round it up $250 million. Kroger brings in half a million. And then I'm sitting thinking to her to or like thinking through her thought process. I'm like, it's gonna take us 400 years. 400 years of Kroger being here, that's not spending a single penny of the revenue on anything to, else, and completely like just let go of the idea of inflation, right? Just like forget inflation, forget any t- downturns in the market, right? Any any shifts in the marketplace, like don't don't worry about Amazon ever taking care of like deliveries and crap like that. Just put it put it in the time capsule of like 500 mil or 500,000 dollars a year, 235 million to. Create this plan that there's no traffic and it, it, the infrastructure is caught up. Four hundred years from now, we're gonna be golden. Yeah,
3: so I just had I just sorry. Before. I just have to say that's who you elected, Dolenzel. Yeah,
0: yeah congratulations. Uh, so we have a better chance. Timeline wise, we probably are gonna invent teleportation before we can have Kroger <laughs> pay yeah, for the flying cars. So, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: flying so, cars. I, I made this joke that it, it will take. Four times the amount of time that cars have been around for no one to fix traffic. If we're banking on Kroger to fix it for us,
3: I mean, it's just like I, I just don't understand how like somebody can sit up there who has power and have not done the math or not had somebody in there. You don't need to do the math though. Not if, had somebody. If you've yeah, got but not, if, you, but like, but if you've yeah. got
0: notes that someone else gave you that said right. this is the which is what you need to do. Like
3: if you if Why you have, do you need to do math if you have notes that math is hard. that give you a well no but like if you have notes that give you a number to vote on for density like you have notes up there that say don't go above four or don't go above twelve or whatever it is like how do you not have a number in terms of like what the fiscal ramifications are of the decisions that you make like I'm not saying D- Derek is an elected member I'm not saying that Derek sits up there every single week and knows exactly like what the, the fiscal ramification are is to the dollar. Cause you don't No, oh, Nobody, exactly. nobody yeah. does. Like we well, don't, we, mean, don't we don't, we don't
1: have, there's a finance, there's a finance. Uh, I know, but like, department. even, but no. we don't
3: like, we don't have the financial modeling in place. We're getting there. Like we're getting to where we have like some sort of uh, a spreadsheet that can like, you can plug in a few data points and they'll give you some things. But like, we don't have the kind of like sophisticated fiscal modeling to where you can sit, like you're in a board meeting at a company and you can be like well if we like like lay off 10% of our workforce it's going to like mean this for our investors but, you know like we don't say- we don't we don't do that but like i i do think that you at least sit up there and vote knowing like if we don't approve this it's going to mean we raise taxes like two times a certain amount yeah. or three times generally like, like, like
1: this has
0: an impact like if we
3: don't do this now we're going to raise taxes one time if we don't do this now, it's probably going to be like we need three tax raises to get where we need to be. And you, you know
2: where we need to be. Nolansville is not unique though in that we have an award-winning like finance department yeah. that is producing these uh, yeah. these annual budgets, yeah, for the last two years. So no municipalities have that. Right. As far as like if you approve this many homes without any commercial What's the overall impact? we it's it's a, it's everybody's spitballing. Everybody's right. just like, right. you no, know, We're just gonna just what's the, what's the what ways the wind blowing? Does oh this no, person? but
0: somebody yeah. has a spreadsheet they gave you,
2: right? But, but, that's <laughs> so, so but, but okay. that, the the ultimate like number you get from that is a max population, right? Yeah, I know, that's which like, is an absolutely meaningless number. Sure, like it's a meaningless number. There, there are so like I will say this
3: like as a, a as a pretty libertarian person himself, like. I I do take a stance that, like, I wish government ran more like business, but I also understand the nuance that is government, which is that it doesn't run like business. Like Like, you aren't able to just, like, produce a product and then, like, when you see it, like, take off in the marketplace, you just throw fire behind it and, like keep pushing it and sure like
1: what zoning you are well no, Mixed to, use, if it mix use works throw all your money at
3: it there there are there are ways that you can run government like a business but there are ways that it just completely falls apart
1: right because you're bound by you're, you're bound by service correct you have to provide
3: a certain level of service correct and and you're also bound by things that are completely out of your control which you are in business too but like it, you know like there are ways business solve problems to make a bottom line which is like they fire people To me, to me, to me, firing people in a business is the same thing as like raising taxes. It's like, it's a really negative, (laughs) it's a really negative response to create a positive outcome. It's like, we have to achieve something. So we're going to like make this decision.
1: The the worst part about the, the, or the worst aspect for the government is that like Amazon can come in and say, well, giving you free delivery doesn't work or giving you free returns doesn't work from now on you have to pay for your returns right Well, government can't come in and say you know what like providing police services correct is a net loss they're gonna cut it out they you can't, can't do that yeah. you correct. have to continue to perform you, you can't you can never downgrade your levels yeah
3: so like to derek's point it's like if we take on this road we can't like decide one year that we're not going to take care of right, it right. it's like we have we have to mow that every year yeah like oh yep and so <laughs> i do think that like <laughs> <laughs> I do think that, um, uh, well, I, I'll just say like I do think though that there are places that government could operate more like government though, or, or like a business, and and they could look at the problems and say, okay, here are revenue streams. How do we maximize those things? Which is kind of the point you're making, which is like, if you look at all of them, one, I don't think Nolansville does uh, a great job with bonding projects so like and and the the meaning like they they've bonded the wrong projects right. in my opinion oh, so the, like we we bought like we bo- we bonded a rec center that like i'll just be honest because i'm a member of it it's already at max capacity they can't figure out how to like like, they added another weight room, and it's already maxed out again within weeks. Town Hall like, the
1: same way. So, Town Hall is bonded. It's, it correct. doubles as a police station. There's right. zero chance we can ex- expend our police. Correct. And you,
3: and you look at every other municipality, and it's like their town center is like an old school or like some old dilapidated building that, like, nobody cares about. It's off the beaten path. And they just put up with that because that's not the kind of stuff that people want to see you spending money on. We, meanwhile, built like a cathedral in the middle of town, <laughs> Cosmo Town Hall, on a on a commercial property that could have like ma- like made a ton of money for yeah. the town
2: with like taxes. And C- can you imagine if we actually use the growth to our advantage? Oh, and I know. It, imagine if Land Innovations was going to build our police department. Right. If yeah. if we said, you know what, Land Innovations bring a PD in, we'll, we'll give you 30 units an acre and you build us a, a, a police station and they're, and they're they're, they're they're like, okay, we'll do that.
1: They would come back and say, oh, we can't humanly build 30 units an acre. It's not possible. (laughs) Right. Can we please,
2: (laughs) can can we we please only 24?
3: So how many, how many acres is land innovations looking at? Oh man! Like what uh, is that? T- 30, thirty. Okay, 20, so thirty. Thirty. It's thirty acres. How many acres. acres is is? It's thirty acres, and they and they want maybe forty. Okay, it's thirty I acres. It was like a hundred. Maybe forty, and they it's want. Not,
2: it's not. I'm, I know. I'm not saying that. I, that, I and they, they want, want
3: twenty one. units an acre.
2: I think the Blankenship parcel seventeen, and so the other two south of that. It's, it might be twenty five total. That's yeah. it might be thirty okay. total. But yes.
3: So it's it's, thirty units on on. And twenty units and acres, what they want?
2: No, they want twenty. They want twenty. They can right. they can build. It's 20. around thirty to forty acres. So it's like six
3: hundred units, right? And
2: there's a stipulation where fifty percent can only be rentals,
3: right? And we and we approve well, we we're approving eighteen.
2: The the large multifamily product can only be a certain percentage but of the per residential.
3: Acre. But we, we we approved eighteen. Right. So what's the right. difference there? The difference is six, sixty units. Uh, of course, like. That's no, what, I mean, I'm just comment. I'm just saying it's like like think like this is again, Nolansville, you voted for these people like this is the kind of crap that makes no sense at all. It's- we are going to hinder a developer to the point where they they could possibly walk right. from that deal like that that's my point this is, so this like, is what I it, like dollars and like like numbers of units to Nolansville. It's like we're talking two units, 60 people. Maybe a hundred. If you put two people per unit into the unit, it's like 120 people to the town population.
1: Not that many. But it's so like a lot but of people. But like to say, dollars
3: and cents when it comes to like investment in a property and a developer, that's like maybe a deal breaker. Well, that's what I'm telling you. will about to say build that. it?
0: These people, land innovations, have, are, are, have done more homework than the whatever word you want to use to describe the people who voted against. Letting them just do what they want to do. It, they have done the math. They they know the numbers. They know, yeah. like you said, that that might seem small because the other side of the of the argument would be, well, if it doesn't really matter, why should the town get hung up on it? Right. So, well, because the town, not you necessarily,
1: maybe no right. him. Let's let pick, pick on him. the town
0: <laughs> doesn't know what it's doing. The people who have a lot right. of money at stake. <laughs>
2: You're right. To I make don't know what I'm doing.
0: Know what they're doing. Right and And it might be a deal breaker for them. yeah, it it's not a deal breaker for the town. And this is like my pet peeve with all of this is like we keep acting like we're like the bell of the ball all the time with these developments and these 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 these, these commercial developments, these uh, big retailers, all these people that want to come into town, we don't get this opportunity forever. but we keep acting like we're just hot all the time. I'll write my own time down <laughs> on this one, but like we're we're not like no. I love this town, right. but we're not.
3: I love so. I think a great example of this is like so. My parents moved here within the last six months, and they moved into Burkett. They live on the Williamson County side, so they have a Nolensville address. They live in so Nolens- they're good people. They li- yeah. They, that, I mean, that that they live true. in. Oh, yeah. I mean, they count. They're not they li- those they crime count. people. <laughs> they okay, they, they count. It. They live in Nolensville proper, but like you know, I drive up. To the north side of town a lot to see them and, like, drop my kids off and, like, whatever. And um, lately, I've taken notice of a few new, like, stores and a few new establishments. There's a Dunkin' Donuts. Heck yeah,
1: dude. I'm so excited about that one.
3: I know. And it's at a prime corner and all this kind of stuff. But, like, that whole development of Burkett and Nolensville Road, I think, is, like, the prime example of, like, what Nolensville is, like, missing the mark on and i'm sure lots of people will be like yeah but it's terrible there's so much traffic and all this kind of stuff guarantee you guarantee you that in like two years davidson county is going to pour a load of money into that in, into the infrastructure on their side of that corner right but it's also like davidson guarantee county, you davidson like they, county davidson getting- county is going to take in all the tax revenue that comes from stuff like that that they approve and they're going to just like dump money on i,
1: it. I made this point in my public comment it's so all the growth that's happening on all our borders, like Cool Springs, uh, Davidson County, Burkett area, Rocky Fork, they're, they're pushing all that growth upon us. And we're like, they're going to use our roads to pass through within each other. Yep. And we, we don't see any benefit from that. And not only that, but TDOT is literally ex- like they're widening Nolensville road to that corner they're stopping on a county line. Right. I did, like so we have like a minute 50. So I wanted to close out this segment with like a lot of people or like the 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 biggest argument you can you can possibly propose against what we said is like it's not the town's job. It's not our job to make sure that the developer gets to maximize their parcel. Like we shouldn't be looking out for developers. We should be looking out for other things as well. I do agree with that until you you until you consider the fact that the development of these parcels in the triangle is of huge benefit to us because they're literally going to run a road from williams to clovercroft mm-hmm. That will parallel will road they will hook up to either a bypass or a one-way pair that will give us a secondary option for north or south commute like this this is hugely beneficial to the town the town like we can't build this road by ourselves we cannot physically go in and tell the property owners like hey On the off chance that we actually have millions and millions of dollars to spend on this, we're going to seize your property, cut it in half, run a road through here, and to yeah. this other road like this is a big big benefit we to need town. to
3: stop talking about uh investment in Nolansville as if the only people that make that investment are citizens who live there and pay taxes because they're not developers right. also choose to invest money in here to build infrastructure and to build developments and that is just as important as the citizens who live here and have to deal with it after
2: the fact right. but let's drop some arbitrary density numbers down to 18. disincentivize as much as we yeah. can i right. do i do think. On right? the end
1: of the day I, I mentioned this before you walked in uh in our episode that aired two days ago look at that meta but Ooh. uh so I, I i 18 i don't like i i don't have a great feeling about 18 but i don't have a really bad feeling about 18. i do view the 18 as one of those middle grounds where both parties walk away kind of unhappy i do think that the It there's other things that you can maximize density with other than density number so if you're going to, if you're going to stick with eighteen, you can do other things to kind of maximize that land, like hilltop slopes, like right of way, uh, green space requirements. You can you can adjust you can there, like if if the density is a is is an answer to an equation, you can adjust the equation to get the answer that is viable.
2: Yeah. Thank
1: you. All right, we're back. Uh, Mike said he's going to
0: go hard at Derek.
2: I, I didn't say that. No,
0: he said <laughs> hey,
2: Me? So, yeah, so, it's right,
1: only... Like, see we're, you guys. We're, we're, this is our third segment with Derek here. Uh, like, a, I think that, it, the, like, a good way to kind of close out our first guest appearance, like, literally last second. Like, we called you, you were en route home, and I was like, you want to just come by and talk because we don't have the capability of, like, dialing you in. <laughs> uh I think it would be cool to talk about like what your plans are going forward. Like, obviously you went from being mayor, uh, which as insignificant as everyone tries to make that, like you did carry a lot of responsibility. Like we, I mentioned this in the prior episode, like if you're mayor, when you're mayor, you get blamed. Like every time somebody's stuck in traffic, they go on like, screw that, screw the mayor. Like the mayor screwed us up. Yep. Uh, Like you, you went from being responsible or perceived responsible for all these things to kind of taking a seat back. I noticed that you got your old chair back, Boma days, like all the way on, all the way in the back, like all the way on the side and being able to, like, I I was, I was, I was at the meeting, uh, early in the week and I, like, I saw the old Derek Adams, like I saw somebody that was able to be more upfront and more forward with, with like your responses and your ideas. Yeah. So what like what does what does Derek Adams' two remaining years on that board look like?
2: Uh yeah. So commissioner uh role is definitely different than the mayor mayoral uh role. You feel a sense of uh responsibility to be a uniting force, to be a voice of reason to represent the town regionally. I mean, th- there's a lot you feel with that title. And, you know, my favorite my favorite two calls, I have two specific calls uh, that stand out to me, I, I received on my, my uh, town phone. Uh, one was uh, a street light was out. Uh, and Did you go and ginger yourself? Yep, <laughs> yep, did that. And another was a dog was barking too loud. Mm-hmm. And uh, I th- that happens when you have that title and your name is on the website as the mayor and they see that number, they're going to call that number, they email you. they they will contact you because you have the title. And it doesn't matter that we're a weak mayor system and it is a ceremonial role. Most people don't know that. Mm-hmm. And right. so there's a lot of weight that comes with it. Now that that's not, the title and I don't have that title anymore it you're just gonna get unapologetically me and that's what my my wife is my uh, biggest advocate uh to try to push me uh she she says you need to be a savage that's what she tells me just fight for your positions don't let anybody get away with anything that is based on feelings everything I'm fighting for is based on expert analysis data facts and you know, uh, population control and density numbers are based on how people feel. Right. And I'm trying to balance our budget long term, and so you're going to get the Derek that wants that. You're going to get the Derek that no longer has the responsibility of being a, a regional represent you know representative for Nolansville. You're just going to get Derek that's fighting for his his positions so that was
1: my that was my favorite derek like obviously we became friends when you were in an alderman with boma and it was like you against the entire board that was very united minus you and the entire town staff at the time was very united with the board and then they were all kind of going against you so that's always it's always been my favorite derek adams the the person that just fights for something that's right not necessarily something you want but something that you 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 kind of get to wanting it because it's the right thing uh i i'm just curious to like being a commissioner obviously different in the responsibility outside of this density thing and i i want to bring up the beer the beer thing that was your boma thing Mm -hmm. but uh, outside of the the, of of the density zoning thing like what is what is the next thing because obviously or hopefully like I pray we're done with the zoning thing within at least the first half of this year like what's the next
2: thing for you uh so before I answer that I do want to say I love uh the reason that that Mike Lyshek got back on Facebook was the Mary Cassatt drama I just have to call that out that (laughs) that that, that's kind of like the catalyst of how Mike and I became friends I was I was your white knight (laughs) 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 Uh, so, uh, spoiler alert, I wasn't going to bring this out until well after the zoning. I don't, I don't want this to be part of the zoning, uh, but a big thing I want to fight for, that if any road in our town ends in a cul-de-sac, it's a private road. I don't want our town to pay for that because I know that's insolvent. I know that that cul-de-sacs are a net loss. They are a drain on the town's budget long-term right. and so it's a if you're or it's if,
1: a public driveway basically right right so
2: if if you, a builder is building a, a cul-de-sac those homes on that cul-de-sac are paying for it i, I think that that should be a policy nationwide hmm. that every government that is struggling financially should not be paying for cul-de-sacs cul-de-sacs because like you said they're large driveways and uh, you know additionally i think neighborhoods that are one giant cul-de-sac that have one connection to sunset or one connection to Nolanzo or one connection to Rocky Fort, those should be considered big cul-de-sacs. Now, if there's not a neighborhood next to them and they have a connection here and a connection there and a connection there, but they haven't connected yet, that those are future connections. Right. Right. But if they build it in a way that it can't connect, those should be private roads, and the town should not be paying for them anymore because we we, we, we know what sprawl does to the, a town.
1: So, uh, so there is, there, uh, I'm I'm probably wrong on this. Uh, there is a subdivision going on between Winterset Woods and Nolan. It's like Metal. Thunder
2: Ridge or something. Thunder yeah.
1: Ridge, or it used to be called Thunder Ridge Drive. I think it's called Sinatra now. Sinatra. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They, that like that was originally pitched as a but, private, like, a, like a, what a naming convention. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that was, so that was originally pitched as a as a gated community, right? And that's, right. that's the way you do private roads—you gate them, right? And like Governors Club, all mm-hmm. every single every single square inch of road in Governors Club gets funded by the HOA, right? Because it's gated, the town doesn't take care of that. So that was originally pitched as a gated community. It's no longer is, right?
2: Right. They they decided against the gated part, and they did leave connections. Uh, south, east, and west. Like a stub out. Stub out, yeah. yeah. And even there was a the landowner to the east even came in and was like, "I'm never selling my house. You don't need this stub out." And we built it anyway, just yeah. it, because again, 60 years from now, if that does develop, we want that connection.
1: And there's can, space between them and, and Nolan Mill where you can have an infill developer that right. connects all three. That's right.
2: Right. So yes, uh connectivity to me is the next big thing I want to tackle, but it's well after zoning ordinance, and uh, I, again. Cul-de-sacs are the enemy, and I, I've I've realized that, and all all the research I've done in four plus years now, uh, sprawl, strip malls, cul-de-sacs, like learning what bankrupts towns long term, and seeing Nolensville doing all of those things repeatedly
1: expedite, expo- on an expedited and rate.
2: thinking that it's the right way to go, and thinking that it's good to to build sprawl, strip malls, cul-de-sacs. We're doing it as fast as humanly possible, and we're trying to make our zoning ordinance only build those things. It's mind blowing. That's literally the recipe for disaster for a municipality, and that's what we're doing. So I'm doing my best to to stop that.
1: Yeah, and then so and my last uh, type of point, uh, just talking to you and and like a public uh, forum type of thing. I remember, like, obviously we've known each other for like four years now. Like, we used to have conversations usually around a beer talking about how insane the beer ordinance argument was yeah. right? like you, like you you ran for for alderman on the premise of changing the beer ordinance right. and the argument was always like show us where we're lacking like you proving a negative and then like we're far enough away from that now removed to where we can actually show the negative from back then <laughs> like as soon as you lift the ordinance like yeah. Milk creek brewery is thriving like, me and Loretta's, like, formerly known as Birdies, has beer. Uh, Wings to Go has beer. Happenstance has beer. Like, all these people, like, that necessarily didn't have the the means to kind of stand up and ask for the beer the ordinance to get changed, they are all, like, took advantage of the fact that it did get changed. So, like, I, I always smile when, like, I walk into, like, a, a place that just applied for a beer permit, and now they're selling beer. And like, kind of think back to, like, Larry Feltz or Tommy Duggar fighting you in those meetings, talking about like, well, show us where we're lacking. Show us where somebody wants a burp beer beer permit and they can't get it. Right. It's like, show us the negative, prove us the negative. And now it's like three years later, two years later, and it's like, here it is. Like, this is like, people would sell beer if you gave them the choice, and right. people will make money. Yeah.
3: I I think that, like, what's interesting is, so those guys all made that argument for years and years and years. And I don't think that they ever took into account how much um, outsiders look at the current and existing marketplace as a predictor of what they are able to do. So like like my, my argument to like the mayor back when I was like involved with brewery and stuff was always like, well, nobody's ever going to come beating down your door. Like saying like, "Hey, government, fix my problems right. As a business yeah. owner, like you like just the, don't like the government's the yeah. last place that business owners want to turn to have to like deal with a problem. Like they look at the marketplace and they they just see like opportunity or the lack thereof. That's it. So it's like you look around like if you're like like prospecting a new town or a new location, it's like you're going to look at what already exists there and you're going to say like, "Oh, like." I'm chick-fil-A great there's a McDonald's cool like obviously yeah, obviously i yes. I can like yeah. I can get away with this here for these various reasons the zoning exists like the traffic exists like all those kind of things like if if you're a brewery owner and you're walking into like a place that's never had a brewery and doesn't even know what to do with it it's like you wouldn't think to like ask those it, questions. It doesn't make your prospect list. And you're correct. prospecting, correct. and it doesn't make your list. Right. It's that, right.
0: that that goes back to what I said in the last segment, which is the idea that like uh, uh, any kind of like business owner or like commercial developer or whatever it is, they don't need to like go talk to the government to find out the government is inhospitable to their business model. So right. proving that like someone won't come here. Yep. You're never going to get someone who came and talked to you about right. it because they're just gonna. it's too easy to just go somewhere else. If right? the
3: government, like, I mean, going back to the beer model piece of things, like, like, no restaurant that just wants to sell beer but, like, is going to run up against, like, the food percentage or anything like that, they were never going to come to the government and say, like, hey, like, this is an issue for us. They would just look at all the other restaurants in town and be like, well, they can do it for this reason, but we don't have the same model so like it will never, not right. like, also they'll never approve us also three miles
0: away there's another county where we can just do it so we'll Correct. just go there for well, and and, and, and,
3: like, and to your point daniel like if if nolensville honestly like if nolensville just got rid of like the percentage altogether and was just like you can sell beer in our town as long as you come to us and get a permit you can sell beer in our town which is kind of what nashville does um like you'd be surprised how many places actually would sell beer like Think about how many salons we have that are high end. All of a sudden, they would have like a male clientele that they would open up a chair in their salon that's just for men to get like a shave and like a haircut, and they would have a beer.
2: So two things. Uh I gotta shout out uh Ariana that cuts my hair, Misfit Concepts in Lux. Is that what it's called? Yeah in the Hillside Center. Yeah, yeah. Uh I get I drink a Mill Creek a little Darling hair. There there. there you go. Before every beer.
1: Is it? I don't know. Give it 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 to you, right?
3: It's, it's you don't free. It. Yeah. It's definitely free. Well, it's, it's, not, free. it's free. Uh, it's free. Uh, it's free. Awesome. It's legal. Uh, but
2: also, I, I just, fun fact uh, Chris going at a BOMA meeting in 2017, 16, 17. Yeah. yeah. Uh, talking to the board, I watched you get talked down to like a toddler by the current BOMA. I was sitting there listening to that. And I told you outside, had no idea who you were. I'd never <laughs> talked to you now before. We met. We're walking outside and I I tapped on the show. I was like, hey, sorry you went through that. That was brutal. I'm gonna run for Alderman. I'm gonna fix it. And you were like, cool, man. <laughs> like, all right, great. Uh, little little did I know I would win my first election and and uh, the beer ordinance was the thing and it's yep. fixed and, uh, you know. You know what I'm still holding it, like
1: against you and you? So when we first like became like a group of friends, like or not, not necessarily a group of friends, but like when we first kind of like got into the same circle of like acquaintances, and we started to talk about town stuff, you came out with six one five. You gave him the first twelve pack. I was, oh, still, you're still <laughs>
3: still, we're still salty about he, that. He like rubbed that thing in my
1: face for like oh, a yeah. solid. <laughs> day. To be you're fair, yeah.
3: selfies to be with fair it? Daniel probably had one before Derek
1: did. Oh, but I he know. snapped. Like, but he wasn't rubbing it in my face. Yeah, that That's was true. that
2: was the like. I keep you thinking know, you, You're You work. At the company, you're drinking the first beers. Like I was the first non-person. Sure. Yeah. The company. Yeah.
0: Well, so to kind of circle back around to the, the what we started this conversation, which is where does the money come from, and what pays for for anything? Um. After having this conversation, and I, did, I haven't actually honest. This is this is honest. Uh, I haven't arrived at this level of opinion until until. I heard what was said today, Um, the whole like concept of build roads, not density. I have a really hard time now believing that the people who say those kinds of things, even themselves believe
2: that's actually like something you can do. Well, like the counter to that is generate revenue, don't raise taxes. Right, like right.
0: Is, you know. But I just like I just it it seems so, like which roads? Like, right. what? Tell me what roads to build. What roads do you want us to build? Not dense. That it, it's just again I said non sequitur earlier. It, it those those two things don't even connect. Like, other than build density. Again, this is what we. This is the whole point of this show: build density so commercial developers find it viable that they'll bring commercial in to generate the commercial tax revenue that will then pay for the roads that you want to scream about. Right. Like, like that's not that doesn't go on a poster though. Right. You can't <laughs> yeah. put that on a piece of plywood. And I honestly truck. think
3: the most hilarious thing about that uh, little like slogan during the election, like build roads, not density. Is that the the inverse is not true? Yeah. So like right like like oh it's true like the inverse of build roads not density is not true. Like if you or, or, or just the thought process that like if you just got rid of density that you could build roads. Yeah. Right. Like.
0: It's yeah, those they're not making a choice.
3: Yeah, it's like it's not it, it's not a choice between roads and You're density. not spending it's, money on it, building density, right? foregoing building it, roads. It's not like we have like million like hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank and it's like the government's like, "Well, we're going to invest this in building apartment complexes." It's like <laughs> well, no, like we're just choosing how to like zone and the zoning is going to bring with it certain revenue consequences or or like successes. There's a
2: the, yeah. The entire a, BOC would vote unanimously to fix every road, build new roads, yeah. we would build a bypass. The bypass. We would build the bypass. <laughs> we would build the one way pair. We would build roads connecting this thing to that thing. Yeah. And who's it to what's it and all the places would everybody could drive and all their <laughs> merry drives and all the greatest and no traffic of any time of day it would be great. But we can't afford it. Right. Like we have to have revenues. I, to I do think that.
1: you had it you like a. So, like, re- referencing the meeting, it would be, that Whoville. It would be Whoville. That's <laughs> what I was trying to get right. to. Like, but referencing the meeting, you just, you had like a very, like, to me, it was comical because I, I know you and I, I, I can kind of understand your thought process in the moment. It was very off the cuff. Like, Kate was talking about building all these roads. And then I can, like, almost see your mind snapping. And you just came out like, with what money? Like, yeah, there's no was- money. You're talking about things that cost like hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, we don't have any money. And then that's, I mean, that's kind of the thing. Like, Chris, I think you nailed it on the head. Like, it's like build roads, not density. Like, we're not spending any money on building density. Right. Like, we're just allowing other people to invest in our town so we can get the money to build the roads. Right.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't think the argument has ever been we don't want to build roads. Right. It's just at what point. I, we, I mean, I, at what point and how do we fund you, them?
1: You can kind of get technical. Like, I don't want to build roads. I would rather build streets, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So sure. something that's like that's enjoyable for everybody. Like you don't like nobody wants eight forty to drive down like our, the middle of our historic district, but like you like. I I would much rather take one way streets and a grid system throughout the, our, our entire town than like a five lane highway that di- like what 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 a median that divides it because then it just it becomes like a car centric thing where everybody a just five lane out.
2: highway at twenty five miles an hour Right. Oh, yeah. like, that is the absolute wrong wrongest way to build wrong. a road <laughs> I have to say
3: like and uh, this is more just like a tongue in cheek kind of uh commentary that i've had the last in my mind i haven't said this out loud anywhere but no like we like the podcast (laughs) but start 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 Uh, (laughs) right here we go go. the podcast has been like on a break the last few weeks and like you know like you know we've had our conversations kind of offline here and there and Um, new BOC is in, is in order and like their first meeting was coming up and then like the first meeting happens and all this kind of, and it's exactly what I thought in my head was going to happen, which is like a whole lot of nothing. And I just kind of feel like part of me, uh, well, I, I guess the only thing that did happen was like, there was this kind of like nice, um, kind of foreshadowing of how the new members are going to push things and what their agenda is and how they just don't get it. They don't get it. And so, part of me just really, like, wants for you, and this is the tongue-in-cheek part, really, really wants for you to just say, like, f- it. I, like, told you. Well, I, I told you. I told you. <laughs> I know. I mean, Called it. Yes, you're, of course you're going to have to bleep this. Come on. Like, it's a rant. Uh, like, I just want for you to say, like, like f*** this. Uh, there, I'll bleep myself. Thank you. Uh, th- Like, you guys don't get it. And so, like let's just give them like just give them what they want just like let them let them run it how they see fit let them like completely fall on their faces to me it's like dealing with children like sometimes your children just refuse to like listen to your guidance and you just have to let them do the thing yeah and, like, completely learn but from... It, but and, and learn from the mistake. But it's almost exactly... And like I really want was, to get it... I really want... Part of me... I don't really want this, but part of me kind of wants it. Like, I want to get, like, 12 months down the road. And for them to, like, have disapproved a bunch of projects from major developers. You want to get
1: the proof of concept. Yes. And for like. them
3: to see, like, oh, shit. Like, we really, really messed up.
1: <laughs> Here it is.
3: Like, we really messed up. Like, we should have played ball with that developer. We should have played ball in that development because what is coming in the door the second or third time around on that parcel is a Hardee's. But the the issue is that drive-through only Hardee's. And and I'm saying this because it's like, we don't know, because we didn't pay attention back then, we don't know what came through on that parcel that Hardee's is going into now. But right. the
1: issue is that you're what too right. What came through the
3: door that was asking to build on Nolinson Road 15 years ago. Right. That they said that Boma said no to that's now going to be a Hardee's.
1: But the, the issue is that you you're too you're too right, you're too correct. And in, in terms of like it it, it is going to get Some bad music
3: to my ears. I'm too And
1: <laughs> it is exactly like dealing with children to where like obviously like we all care about the town. We're spending like this is our like for 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 me or for us talking yeah. about the sound stuff, we obviously care a great deal about it, and it's exactly like dealing with kids. There is an aspect of like your kid's about to touch the burner, let him touch the burner, let him learn the hard way. But, but there's also the aspect of like your kid's about to do something that's going to detrimentally change their the course of their entire life. Sure, so, you have to step in at one, which one is point. why
3: we can't stop talking
2: about it. But, but at least? the
3: same time, I just a part of me like. Part of me is just like, are you are you
2: really that crazy? It's exhausting. We're, we're yeah. touching the burner right now with Southwalk and Market Square. Right, yeah. those yeah, are two good one. Yeah, beautiful master plan mixed use developments that would have been awesome additions to the town. They got both of them got lotted out. Both of them are going to develop individually as little tiny parcels. We'll see what they end up with. That that is the direct result of the town. Fighting mixed use and saying we don't want any apartments in this town. I think there's a there's a pretty uh, there's a pretty famous quote in a former PC in, in a previous PC meeting that was that's not Nolansville. Yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. I I don't know about you guys, but I want to be inclusive to all lifestyles and all ages and all races and all lifestyles. If Whatever lifestyle you want to live, I want that to be available in Nolansville and that's the opposite of how we have been in the past and I hope our future uh is is not the same I, hope, I don't I hope you yeah. find a way to I don't
3: ever it. want to think of Nolansville as being like this like blip in time and so like there's just like this is Nolansville and then it's like anything that's built from that point on is what Nolansville is. I want to think of Nolensville as this like ever changing thing that it's like the DNA of what Nolensville exists as is like, we are this like small town community, which is the people that live here care about each other and invest in each other. And you invest in your neighbor, you invest in your neighborhood, you invest in your neighbor's lives. Like there's a community aspect to that, which is like, you care about those that are around you. You care about, uh, and that, and that permeates out beyond just your neighborhood
2: whether or not you live in a single family home correct you can live in anything
3: but like whats what is what doesn't like to me like signify nolensville is like the size of the house you live in because like does i mean does a person who lives in Summerlin whose house is over seven figures look down on the person who lives in stonebrook yes i do i'm just kidding
2: (laughs) those peasants uh we gotta we gotta wrap it up yeah uh
1: Derek, thank you for being
0: yeah, here. Yeah.
2: Thank yeah. thank Cheers. you for letting me literally crash the party. I I, 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 hope, I
1: hope they just completely drag you online. For
2: oh, they this. will. I but them. I don't care. I this
1: is
3: wait.
2: Commissioner Commissioner I, Adams. I, can't,
3: <laughs> I honestly can't wait for the next BOC meeting because we're literally going to hear that you were on a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's you how small care. our town is. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's a small but no, town no, charm but we love.
3: Nobody listens to us.
0: Yep. All right. <laughs> thanks for watching. We'll see you next time and we'll hear you next time on Small Town Charm. Bye for now.